What you're going to hear next, these two tremendous patriots, you be talking about the presence of Marxism in our society spreading like a like COVID, spreading like, like a virus and infecting people who don't realize you're being infected with it. And one thing we can all be doing is recognize what it is when it's happening, speak up, and whether it's with respect to school boards around this country and critical race theory, or whether it's in, in all sorts of contexts in America, expose what is occurring in your day-to-day -day life to your friends, your family, be one of the people ultimately your friends will come to and say, what do you think about that? Do you think this is okay? Be the one ready to speak up. So I want to introduce our, our very first speaker on this panel will be Xi Van Fleet. Uh, after she uh, garnered national attention with, for her remarks at Virginia school board meeting. I ask him to play, please, clip 13. I've been very alarmed about what's going on in our school. You are now teaching, training our children to be social justice warriors and to loathe our country and our history. Uh, growing up in Mao's China, all this seemed very familiar. The uh, communist regime used the same critical theory to divide people. The only difference is they use class instead of race. This is indeed the American version of the Chinese communist, the Chinese Cultural Revolution. The critical race theory has its roots in cultural Marxism. It should have no place in our schools. Xi Van Fleet. one to compare what's going on in America to the Chinese Cultural Revolution. Anyone who experienced the Cultural Revolution or has uh, a knowledge, uh, knowledge of it see the same, uh, the same similarities and we are all terrified. The cultural, uh, Chinese Cultural Revolution started in 1966, it lasted 10 years until Mao's death in 1976. Mao launched countless purges and uh, social political movement, but this infamous Chinese Cultural Revolution was his last full-scale and the most ruthless revolution. And the aim is to secure his absolute power by removing his political enemies from his own political party. At the end of the uh, Cultural Revolution, the Chinese economy was on its knee. 20-some million people died, and the Chinese civilization destroyed. So it is the Chinese Cultural Revolution that all the Marxist tactics were utilized to the extreme. I was a first grader when the Cultural Revolution started. When Mao died, I was 17. 
working in the fields to get my re-education from the peasants. I stayed there for three years. I can tell you that I had a full experience of the uh, culture revolution. So you can see that as a schoolgirl, we all wore mouse badges and we have mouse little red book. And the one on the, uh, on the left is the ultimate glamour shot that every girl dreamed to have, to have a uniform to borrow it from, uh, from someone if you uh, could and have a shot like that. It was a glamour shot, yes. <laughs> so in many ways that the uh, cultural revolution started in the conception of the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP. The revolution against tradition, uh, uh, traditional culture is the DNA in the communism, and it is the same DNA that the left also carries. <laughs> I don't think there is a disagreement that Marxism is communism and communism is Marxism. The question is whether wokeism is communism. I can answer that question with absolute certainty. It is. When I say communism here, I'm talking about communist tactics. I have no idea. I don't think we know what the left want to build, uh, the society they want to build to replace ours. They never articulated. But I know the way they are destroying America, they are using the tactics that is uh, no doubtedly communist. My conclusion is not based on my research or my scholarly studies. It is based on my lived experience using the left term. The methodology is very simple. Once you were bite, bitten by a snake, when it happened to you again, you would have any doubt you were bitten by a snake. Simple. Yeah. <laughs> so there will be a lot to be talked about of cultural Marxism. I just want to focus on three things. Division, deconstruction, and destruction. And I call it 3D. <laughs> 3D. Division is the hallmark of cultural Marxism. And in classic Marxism, they use class. And that was successfully used in Russia, in China, and many other underdeveloped countries. Mao used class to divide the, uh, the entire Chinese population into two camps. One is class enemy. It's the black camp. The other one is called the red camp. 
those are uh, Mao called people. So it's kind of weird, uh, class enemy and people, but that's how he used the term to imply that class enemies are not even human, they're not even people. So in China, everyone knew which camp you belong to and everyone knew who the enemies were. And in any official forms, one has to fill out the question, class origin. You have to fill it out. So my grandmother was a um, landowner, uh, is in a landowner class. And he, she lived in another city. Travel was not easy. The first time I met her, I was eight. It was such a stigma to me that I have a grandmother who was a class enemy. The first time I met her, it took me forever to warm up to her because in my eye, and I was eight, she was a bad person based on all the things I learned in school and the movies I watched. And I never mentioned her to anyone that I had such a grandma. So uh, compare with the uh, um, radical left, Mao was dealing with a people that was never free. Chinese never have rights. So his division of oppressors and oppressed was kind of crude, but worked effectively. So I just want to uh, tell a little tiny story. My, grand, uh, my mother had two uncles. Both had land and both were prosperous landowners. So in the, uh, land, um, in the land reform, one was classified as class enemy because he owned land. The other one, because he was an opium addict, he wasted all his fortune just in time. So he was classified as proletarian, <laughs> the, ally, the ally of the revolution. And their story, their, uh, their life, become dramatically different after that. So because the radical left is dealing with a free people, the American people, for them, they have to come up with some major upgrade of the uh, Mar uh, cultural Marxism. They have to come up with something far more uh, um, sophisticated. And CRT, of course, it was tailor-made for America because of the slavery and Jim Crow in the history. But look at that. You can simply just replace race with other things and work just as good. And the um, left never let go class. That is still Bernie Sanders' favorite topic. And they use gender, sex, uh, sexuality, and even a whole profession, law enforcement, ICE, border control. They are all demonized as enemy. And now they have a new weapon, vaccination status, right? Divide, divide. But all this basically divide people in two camps, opposing, uh, opposing groups. What's most insidious is intersectionality because that divide people into endless, endless subgroups and set them against each other. So I call left brand of Marxism 
Marxism with American characteristics. You, uh, I'm playing with words here because China calls itself socialist with Chinese characteristics. So I talked a little bit about um, what they use to divide people. I want to um, elaborate a little more how it's used. After the land, um, the land owning class was completely uh, uh, destroyed, Mao needed new enemies. He needed enemies. He used class to win uh, uh, victory. Now, to, get, to gain power, now he needed again to maintain power. So what he did is that he made class enemy uh, hereditary. In addition, he drastically expanded enemy class by including uh, labels like a counter-revolutionary, rightists, uh, bad influencer. The last one he added to the uh, category is uh, um, intellectuals. Now anyone anyone step off the line can end up as class enemy. And once you have that, that label passed on to your children. So you can become a class enemy because your parents are at birth. And when you have that label, your basic rights were taken away. And uh, um, things like you can't go to college, you can't get a good job. Once you have a job, you can't really have promotion. You are second-class citizens. And the CRT is even more potent weapon to divide people. According to CRT, if you are white, you are always oppressor. You are always arrested, uh, racist. In China, you can have a brief escape if we're in a public place because we look alike, right? <laughs> not here, not here. You cannot hide your racial identity. Relation was another way for the Communist Party to, divide, uh, to categorize people. So if your relatives are class enemies, you are too, or at least enemy suspect. And this is also happening here. The, uh, the Atlanta um, uh, officer who shot, uh, shot Richard Brooke, his stepmother was fired because she became a reputation risk. Same thing. Guilty by association. It's a common practice by the CCP. Purge was never directed to an individual. There was one case in China. A provincial official was purged. Six, up to 600 people working under him, including their family, were deemed as class enemies. And uh, what weighted them is demotion, exile, jail, even death. And this is not, uh, this is also happening in America. It is familiar to all of us by now. If you associate with Trump, if you are Trump supporters, now you are either a white supremacist, even if you are black, 
and uh, and an insurrectionist. <laughs> Okay, guilty by past words and deeds. That's also happened so often in China. You can be as obedient as you could to the CCP, but you still could end up as a class enemy. All they need to find out is you said something or did something way back that was considered, according to the current standard, not politically correct. Happening here, right? Uh, the governor of uh, uh, Virginia, uh, Northam, yeah, was considered today as a racist because he wore blackface in college. <laughs> yeah. But with today's social media, no one will be safe in the future because the standards change, right? <laughs> yeah, you will be considered impolitically correct. Even today, it's okay, maybe not tomorrow. No one is safe. The other thing is uh, reporting on each other. That was a well-used weapon by the communists. During the Cultural Revolution, we were encouraged to report on each other. You get awards for it. And it's one of the uh, easiest way for someone to do the uh, virtual signaling, to report on someone. And you probably get, gain political scores or promotion, something like that. And what happened, of course, is people turn against each other. Neighbors turn neighbors in, friends turn friends in, and children turn parents in. This including, this include the children of Liu Shaoqi, the president of China, after he was purged by Mao. All his children publicly denounced him. They had to. Uh, this is happening here. Same thing is happening here. It just broke my heart to see young girls went to social media and denounce uh, their parents or young children. I saw some girls, yeah, and call their, children, uh, call their parents racist because they disagree what they were taught in school. And Biden called Americans to turn in, they radicalized the friends and the families to the government. What this do to people is that everyone is fearful. Everyone start to self-censor themselves to avoid being caught out. When you are afraid, and when you are afraid, you are not free. You basically give in your freedom, you are being controlled. Division is not the only thing. The real game is to destroy the existing system. Deconstruction is the process of uh, casting doubt on all traditions, all social norms, all institutions, and the laws. What's followed is destruction. This is the wrong, okay. Um, so that is Mao's own words. Only through chaos can new order be created. 
Mao is the creator of chaos. He needs it to gain his power. Mao started the Cultural Revolution by unleashing his Red Guards. The Red Guards were thoroughly indoctrinated youths from universities and secondary schools, even elementary school kids. Red Guards had open support from Mao, so they abolished law enforcement and court systems. No one could stop them, no one could intervene. They did what the Chinese uh, expression uh, uh, says, da, za, qiang, shao, translated as violence, rioting, looting, burning. Sounds familiar? The Red Guards did so much damage and killed so many people, the crimes were never prosecuted. Some of the Red Guards are here in America living the American dreams while their um, uh, victims were forgotten. Today, uh, cultural revolution was not allowed to discuss. And the young generation were taught cultural revolution was an anti-corruption campaign. In uh, um, the Olympic, there are few young uh, Chinese athletes wore Mao's badge. They had no idea. So what, right now, China is uh, ran by a former uh, Red Guard. Yeah, he was a former Red Guard. And uh, I'm, I'm afraid America is, is run by a social, uh, a social justice warrior. Both of them hate America. Both of them want to bring down America. So I just had to include this slide to show you how uh, the Communist Party and the left ha uh, actually are, how similar they are. Both love to use graffiti to broadcast their political uh, messages and deface our cities and our community. Those are uh, in the Cultural Revolution and those are BMM. Cancel culture, that's a big, big topic. And what is cancel culture? To me, cancel culture is the canceling of the oppressor's culture. During the Cultural Revolution, Mao ordered the uh, uh, Red Guards to destroy four old, old things. Old, old tradition, old uh, idea, old habits, and old custom. So what that is, is the Chinese traditional culture, uh, traditional culture, and that's what they are aimed at. Same here, the radical left, what they want to destroy is oppressor's culture, which is the white culture. That is the Western civilization, American funding, and Christianity. Same thing. Um, Okay, I just want to say a little bit of, uh, um, here, um, I, I just want to show you that what they did, same thing, changes uh, uh, 
street names and burnings um, and the destroyed statues. And this one, I want to show you this one, is uh, Xi Jinping's father. He was canceled and he was parade. Yeah, that's cultural revolution. And I just want to say a little bit about uh, canceling of social norms. <laughs> okay, now we know that masculinity was canceled here, right? During the Cultural Revolution, it was the femininity that was canceled because it was considered bourgeois and uh, just not fit for revolution. So Mao wrote in his poet, poem that Chinese women prefer carrying weapons than wearing makeup. Of course, he knew we all agree. So during the Cultural Revolution, especially, that the uh, code is um, unisex. We have the dress code is unisex because he wants to create a genderless society. What's happening here? Yeah. The left want to uh, push in a society with endless gender identities. Opposite goal and the opposite, same goal. Goal is destroy the social norms. I had way, way too much to, uh, um, okay, uh, sorry. I, I go kind of, uh, kind of faster. So the indoctrination, I have a lot to say about the indoctrination. Um, well, yeah, indoctrination made red guards. Red guards made cultural revolution. So the indoctrination created this destructive force and that's what the, uh, happening in America. What they want to uh, create is social justice warrior. We saw them in action. We saw them on campuses. We saw them on the street. In 2020, the so-called um, summer of unrest. Same thing. They want to create people that they can control and uh, doing the work for them to gain power. I guess. <laughs> quickly, and, and I just want to mention a little bit of uh, the, uh, um, the new uh, um, uh, Project Veritas, uh, new video of that uh, teacher uh, in California, Gabriel Geip. He, he proved it. It is a revolution. He wanted to turn his student into a revolutionary, and the revolution uh, he was talking about is a communist revolution. He was even more confident than Lenin. He said he'd only need 180 days. Lenin said he need four years. What is all this about? About power. About power. Not only power, but permanent, absolute power, just like Mao. Okay, I, I, I just quote, communism, it is communism. So well, what we're dealing with is communism. Understand it and expose it. Expose the CRT, the wokeness, expose their root, which is communism, and uh, how to fight back, organize, organize, yeah. <laughs> and then offense, not defense, not defense. We don't win World War II by defense, no, offense. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Talk. Truth about America.